Council. Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. I'm not breaking it, that am I? Drew, Drew had a meeting go long, so he is in... I was gonna make a joke about being in like the protocol, but that's not funny. That's not funny considering all the shit we've dealt with this week. We got Tuesday games, Monday games. Yeah, running Han Solo. I'll let you guys kind of run the show today. I'm here in the studio. I just laid down a couple tracks, go over some games, take a look at the next week's prices. I don't have any more basketball games today. They've all either happened or got canceled again for the Rona. Um, so first off, I guess, fuck the Falcons for doing the thing. I feel like this was a game I had before. It was like the football team game against, I don't remember who they played that day. I believe it was the Packers, football team versus the Packers, where, um, Heineke led him to the red zone like 17 times, got about four points. Same thing here. They started in the red zone. By the time I even realized the game was started, they were at the one. In fact, they called it a touchdown by the time I checked in on that game. It was later called back and then turnover on downs at the one. That happened about four times. So real, 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 real rough look for the for the Falcons. I feel like it deserved better, but also you bet the Falcons, you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Wish I didn't bet. Uh, wish they were they were one for five in the red zone. Fire nice. Fun fact about the 49ers Falcons game, which also stayed under. Anybody on that over was pretty probably miffed as well. Both teams, uh, five trips to the red zone each in a game that stayed under. Ten red zone trips. That's a pretty rough look for an under. Not much usually this time in the week or this time in the yeah you know, this time in the week. We've got the late show on on Sundays here. We've got three, four games going, but boy, the schedule's been all muffed up and really only one going here. Baltimore is threatening to uh, screw things up for Green Bay backers. I have a minus two from two weeks ago, so I'm assuming Baltimore would go for two here just to uh, avoid me actually coming back and winning one in overtime. My overtime luck has gone the other way. It's gone a little tits up since uh, – We've had cash Dallas over New England in overtime. And since then, I think it's been all, all helter skelter from there. So um, I don't know about rotation number, but we can start firing away on some of these. All right. The Thursday game, the set one Saturday game. I didn't watch it. That's why we didn't do halftime, but boy, I, I was spending some time with the family and that was something like uh, Carson Wentz threw for like 50 yards. That game was – it took a lot to get them back in the game towards the end there. Um, and, yeah, I bet the Ravens – the Ravens have done this. They've gone for two in the past in a game like this. I mean, this year. So that will that will hurt incredibly bad. It is first and ten from the Green Bay 11 and stuff that doesn't matter if you're listening to this as a podcast later on in the week. Drew will be back for halftime. I forgot to mention that. Drew is getting home. He just had a meeting run late. He will be back at halftime. We'll probably go over openers in overtime. So I'm just going to kind of run through, take some questions, hit some stuff. Bill's AFC East is live. Yeah. <clears throat> the 
anybody who bet the indie futures. I know a bunch of people in here, a bunch of you guys, bet indie to win the AFC South as well at a certain point in the in the year. And indie winning, it sucks that they lost the season sweep to Tennessee, but Tennessee lost. Indy won. I have some indie AFC. I don't think they're that good of a team, but boy, they're annoying to play. Like uh, if you can't stop the run, it's just, it's like that, you know, your buddy's asshole little brother who just takes Ryu or Ken, the same character and street fighter and just fireball, 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 just cheeses you. And you, you yell at him and you can't do anything about it. Like they're just going to run on your ass. They're just going to run. And of course, Baltimore, Tyler Huntley, hell of a game from him. 73 yards rushing. Mark Andrews, Jesus, too. So, um, yeah, somebody let me know if they're lining up for two here. Woof. That is the biggest CLV loss I've probably had in quite a while. Um, I guess it's not dead yet. We'll see what they do here. And, honestly, there's 42 seconds left. If they if they go for two, I'd like them to make it because then Green Bay can go down and kick a field goal and at least push on this. They sure are going for two. All right, fucking go. I'm cheering for him to get at this then. Oh my god, this has to feel bad if you're Green Bay, honestly. The whole the whole landscape of the NFC now, the Cardinals, the Packers. Um, we obviously haven't seen the Tampa Bay Bucks yet play tonight. They play tonight. I guess we did get a we did get a win out of the Cowboys. They didn't muff that up. But uh man, if they don't get it, are they going for one? Okay. I don't know. I'm not watching this. People are screwing with me, I feel like, now. I think we reviewed that touchdown. I think we call that back. I didn't see it. Um, timeout. 42 seconds for Aaron Rodgers. I've, yeah, I've seen this story. They might not. They might score a touchdown. The NFC is getting crazy. I have the playoff picture up right now. I'm going to refresh it because I think Indy, and again, I have some Indy to win the AFC, which I'm feeling a little better about now. They are in the five spot now. Uh, if the Ravens lose, they're still the division leader, I believe, or maybe the Bengals do take over. I think the Bengals and Ravens would just flip-flop around them. Colts would remain the five spot. But, yes, right now the Packers are your one seed. If they don't win this game, the Bucks would move ahead of them without even playing. Um, obviously, they got to go tonight. Cowboys, you can have three 10-4 teams if uh, things work out right here. But um, back to the back to the drawing board. Going for two, no good. Oh my god, winning by one. I am uh, not having a good week in the NFL. Thank God for college basketball. Oof, yeah. If you threw Green Bay in a money line parlay, I guess good for you. But kind of was banking on this one. I'm not sure I have a win this week. I had some nice CLV. That's some. That's some pain. Minus two from a week ago. It closed like what? Goddamn ten. Jeepers, cats. Anyway, back to the slate. Um, Buffalo took care of business. Cam stinks. He got a touchdown. He always gets a touchdown. He's like a fantasy guy. Like you can probably start him in a two-quarterback league. He's going to get a touchdown. They didn't go for two down eight earlier. I know that things are things are a, a little amiss. That was a painful blown cover by the Green Bay Packers for sure. Uh, but Buffalo looked better. I guess if you were worried about Josh Allen in that walking boot, Cast boot, boot, whatever you want to call it, the Big Ben boot. I think he probably assuaged some of those worries today. 
He didn't do a lot of running. Yeah, I think he only took off two, three times, but he looked good through the air. Three touchdowns. They got it done at home against a, a floundering team. Um, Jets Miami. Did anybody watch that one? And yeah, good job on good job to the chat. I think you guys had the Bengals and the Steelers and basically all the money line dogs you picked. I can't believe I got scared off by the Steelers and the Steelers and Texans were ones I was looking at. Um, and boy, they did not uh they did not disappoint at all. Good job, guys, in the chat. Uh Jets Dolphins was a game that uh, the Dolphins needed to have, and then it looked like they weren't going to have it. They had outscored them 21-7. Second half, I'm still out on the Tua thing. I don't know. Like, is he good? Is he bad? He might be good. But then we have games like this. I'm tr- something trying to open Eli's place. I don't need that going. Um, yeah, Tua didn't have a great rating today. Somehow Duke Johnson does a thing. Like, uh he ended up getting 107 yards. He had like, uh, they ran well as a team. In fact, both teams actually ran well as a team. It was surprising to see this much offense in this one. And Zach Wilson continues to stink. He actually had a higher rating. That's how much you can, how much stock you can put into quarterback rating. He had a higher rating than uh, Tua, 75.5 to 80. So congrats to him on that again. But um yeah, Davis Mills might be your offensive rookie of the year. And, yeah, Tua, Tua makes some good plays. We see some good throws, but, Christ, he always makes one or two of these horrific ones. He's just good for it. He should be betting. I know somebody's just betting those, betting him to throw one pick every – at least a pick every game. So, Jets are – I mean, good for the Jets, honestly. They they want to be moving down. They need to – it was nice that two other shitty teams played each other. It was nice that the Lions got a win. And all in all, really good day to be a Jets fan. They took the loss. Some other bad teams won. You're just improving your draft stock. Um, where does that lead me to? Oh, another poopy team. Yeah, the team that did win. Lions. Didn't see that coming. Where were we on that one, chat? Someone uh, someone asked someone asked about my CBB. I think I went 2-3-2. Two, two. It's like a hockey record from like 1994. I'd like two overtime losses and got points for them. Two games canceled. I bet two totals that probably lost by combined 80 points, like just right off the bat. They were just dead in the water. Felt bad, but Holy Cross and Duquesne came through nicely. Um, I bet against Bowling Green. Apparently that's going to be a thing. I'm going to have to stay away from that in Mississippi Valley State. Yeah, Lions, I don't know. You know, there's something to be said for playing for the number one pick, but Young coach or new coach like that, a team like that, you have to play with some pride, I guess. And it's a hell of a win. This is, you know, this is a 10 win team already. Goff didn't look so horrible. Goff, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He only had five incompletions. Amon Ra St. Brown is a full on thing. Uh, Reynolds looked good. I mean, they had a just against a good team and, and at home, they had to just up and down the thing. Good stat line. I'm not sure they turned. They did turn the ball over once. They did lose a fumble, but yeah, turnovers one to one. But uh, they didn't even win the total yardage play. It was, it was a, a bit of a goofy box score. I need to dig in a little too. I guess penalties were pretty even. They controlled the clock, but uh, total yardage. Yeah, Cardinals had 60 more yards. It appears they were 0 for four in the red zone. That's kind of where you uh that's where you end up with this. Drew, Drew's stuck in traffic. 
he's trying to make it back from a, a meeting. He'll be back at halftime. I'll just rip through a few more games, and then we'll overtime of the halftime show. We'll go through openers and hit some stuff. If you guys like some openers, leave them in here or leave them in the chat or hit them on Twitter. We'll get to those. Dallas took down Glennon. I guess you just bet against Glennon every week. I know some sharp people that bet Dallas. Our friend Suma had Dallas at a decent number. Prescott still ain't right. Still looks a little iffy. And obviously Zeke and Tony are banged up. But if you can go in there with, you know, your three of your stars hurting and come out of there with not only a win, but an easy win, essentially a cover. They didn't really look good. A lot of field goal attempts. That's McCarthy ball, I guess. They were two for five in the red zone. This is a theme today. Nobody was good in the red zone, apparently. And, yeah, the Cowboys did get the win, 21-6, but they didn't look good doing it, especially in that first half. It felt like, man, you you just kick field goals like this. You're going to have one of these Booker touchdown runs, and it's going to make you look stupid in the end. So that was probably the bright spot. Booker's better than Saquon. I'll just say that. Like, uh, if you ever think about drafting a running back super high again, just look at what you can get out of somebody. You know, look at somebody you can get out of that way, way down. Obviously not a top five pick. Don't draft running backs that high, ever. It shouldn't be a thing. Um, Tennessee-Pittsburgh was an ugly one, but one I did enjoy the end of because, like I said, I have some Indy to win the division, Indy to win the AFC. Even if I didn't have the division, I would like them to win the division. Having home games will be easier, despite the fact that we said maybe they wouldn't be so good at home. Maybe they're an outdoor team and they don't know it. Tannehill stunk today. He got sacked a bunch. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't much better. This was an ugly 1940s game that uh, just kind of last man standing. Some ugly turnovers. It looks like, yeah, 4-0. Four, four to zero. I thought it might have been 4-1. Pittsburgh didn't turn the ball over. Tennessee turned it over four times. Like that's how you lose a game to a shitty team like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh now has a winning record. Pittsburgh, despite having a winning record, is still not in the playoffs. The AFC is getting tough. The Bills are 8-6 and six right now, and they would be out of the playoffs if it started at this very moment before any more games were played. The Browns, the Steelers, both with winning records, 9-10 and 10 seed, and then Dolphins are behind them. Dolphins, Raiders, Broncos, all behind them but not eliminated. So it's getting tough. It's going to get tough to get into this AFC, uh, this final spot here. Woofie. And then, yes, Julio. Julio out. Big surprise there. He's oft injured. That's going to be a problem if you want to be competing with the creme de la creme. Where is Tennessee in the playoff picture right now? Tennessee's still a division leader, so they are the third seed. They're the third best division winner ahead of Baltimore at this point. They haven't won the division yet. That's just if the playoffs started now. Houston-Jacksonville is a funny one. God, 36. Yeah, that was a... I don't know. I got scared off it, so I shouldn't talk. I was a kind of a wuss about betting the Texans. I said I was going to bet the Texans and... I didn't. I got scared off by the coaching thing, although that was it was nice to win a few grand on uh, Urban Meyer getting fired. God bless. God bless Bet Online. Like, good job for sticking to the wording of the bet and not awarding anything to those who bet on John Gruden. He didn't get fired. He was he was a resigner. So Urban Meyer. I mean, that makes, it's funny. Like I won that money and then I just 
fired a bunch of it away into the NFL, although Saturday in college basketball was awful nice to Andy. So, and I had a very nice Christmas. So I'm not going to want to be sitting here and complaining. Davis Mills, like I said, I'd take Davis Mills over Trevor Lawrence for one game right now. He didn't disappoint. He didn't make me look foolish. He wasn't great, but he's Davis Mills. He's not going to be great. He was good enough. They were uh, the beneficiary of zero turnovers. Jacksonville did not turn the ball over one single time and still only managed to get up 16 points. In fact, yeah, they did. They had 10 at half. So it was 20 to 10 at half. A lot of longer field goals, it feels like, in this one where uh, longer drives were ending. A few of us hopped on some live unders here, and it came right down to it because a lot of those live unders were in the 49, 51, 52 range. And all those were, you know, threatening to be ruined by a garbage drive by Jacksonville right at the end. Pretty rough. Um, this is probably a good look. Like I said, we'll touch on look ads later. But yeah, Teddy, Teddy has bell rung hard. He might, uh, he might not be looking good. And as much as I don't ever want to bet on Las Vegas right now, because that team is just no juice. Like if you're playing with Drew Locke, you have a bad time. Drew Locke is not a good quarterback. And then, yeah, another good point by Stephen the Lack Lackman here. <laughs> Huntley, Huntley looks good. Huntley's got some get up and go. He doesn't look too bad as a passer either. Like he might be earning a, you know, he might be earning some. Well, you're calling it a one-year prove-it gig, but I, I'm thinking like one of these teams that has a bad quarterback and bringing somebody in for, you know, oh, we're gonna let we're gonna let Huntley compete with uh, Minshew and Hertz or something. I don't do that, Eagles, please. But yeah, he might he might be doing something, ending up somewhere. You know, maybe in blue. Uh, the Giants don't have a quarterback. I'd bring Huntley in to compete because Glennon is not it. Cleveland, that's another that's another good call. Get him down there with Baker, see what he can do. Little three-way, uh, the Matt Flynn memorial contract. God, remember the Matt Flynn contract? That was really something. Call him Tarad 2.0. Tarad took a team to the playoffs, guys. Like some teams, you know, some teams want to win Super Bowls. Some teams just want to get a little better than they are right now. And yeah, Tarad took a Bills team to the playoffs before he was jettisoned. Um, where did that leave us? Yeah, good job to the Texans, I guess. Three wins. Yeah, Texans having more wins than the Jaguars or something. Texans with the sweep of the Jaguars now at this point. That's pretty funny. Cincy Denver in the late games that just got over. Didn't catch a ton of this. I was paying attention to the other two that I'd bet on. Good job by the chat. Betting against the Broncos. Unfortunate injury to Teddy, but also, I mean, just a, a good job, a low-scoring defensive battle, apparently. And Drew Locke, yeah, he does, he does stink out loud. Teddy wasn't great, though. I mean, he didn't look good. Williams and Gordon were okay. The running game could have been better. I see both ends. I wasn't impressed with Mixon from what I saw either. But the Bengals did just enough. Got a couple stops late. Trying to look at this box score right now, too. Looks like, yeah, there was only one turnover in this game, a shitload of penalties, a dozen of them, and the red zone attempts. And a theme today, the team combined, the three teams, the two teams, there's only two teams in this game, combined 0 for 3 in the red zone. Pretty rough. Somebody asked, who will talk NBA? I could talk NBA. We've got, we've got a bunch of games on the slate tonight. I might have been talked into betting the Suns. I drew earlier at seven and a half. It's nine now. 
You know what that means? They lose outright because that's my lot in life. Jesus Christ. Am I going to be down here, Drew, today? Fill in for him and get mad. But, uh, yeah, Devin Booker back. If you want to watch some good basketball late tonight, Phoenix, Cincy, if you're not interested in the Sunday night football. Um, now I switched off my NFL. I got to get back to that see what was next to the rotation number. I'm guessing it was probably Green Bay. It's not. It's Atlanta. I already went over the, the chicanery, the skullduggery, the absolute shithousery of going into the red zone that many times and not scoring. I feel like Atlanta probably deserved – a little better. They were outgained. I mean, I didn't. I said this. I don't expect them to win this game. They're outgained by about a hundred yards. That's probably a game you lose by seven to ten points. Not, jeez, uh, eighteen. Rough, rough look. I wanted to get inside the number. Didn't happen. One turnover piece, but yeah, Niners went four for five in the red zone. Falcons went one for five. What are you going to do? That shit is not going to get it done. And really, got the head. Okay on third down, 0 for 3 on fourth down. I feel all like all of those were at the goal line as well. So <sighs> who's going to talk red wine? Yeah, some wild shit. Yeah, and Cincy Denver too. I think the refs the refs got some stuff right. Um, in the Steelers game, I'm glad the refs took the time and looked at that. That that spot was pretty awful. I'm glad they they, you know, adjourned and got the right call there. I like it. I don't mind the refs taking time in a really big spot in a game and getting the call right. So, you know, go ahead and do that. That's fine. But yeah, the Falcons are the Falcons for a reason. I got away with it last week. Did not against uh, Shanahan beats the Falcons. I mean, that's been a theme for years. So good job for him. Um, I think that just leaves the Packers game until we get tonight because we have, we have, Five more games to play this week. Usually that's not the case. There is, is there five? There's two Monday, two Tuesday, and uh, and a Sunday. Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, the, the couple of the chat agreeing that spot was, it's one like spot. And again, I don't want to get into a hole. We should have chips in the balls and we should be using fucking lasers because we're using two guys holding a chain in 2021 when tennis is using like super high speed cameras to get crazy fast, accurate reads on if a ball is in or out. That's neither here nor there. I think we can all agree on that. But yeah, it, it's when it's wrong by that much, I'm glad they did get it right. So congrats to my NFL for doing it right. And yeah, <clears throat> Packers win 31 30. Minus two goes in the garbage. Oh, it just felt like, you know, down up 14, it's fine to play a little soft. But that last drive, that was ugly. They, I guess going for two, I don't mind it. At home, boy, I made, they didn't want to – you still would have had to face Rodgers with like 42 seconds or in overtime. You might have had to put up with two Rodgers drives at that point. Oof. Like, ah. I guess it's a horse apiece then. Either spare yourself the Rodgers backdooring you and stabbing you or or just lose the game outright rather than watching him do it when you have a tie. Playing for a tie is playing for a loss half the time, especially when you're facing Aaron Rodgers versus Tyler Huntley in overtime. But like we said, Tyler Huntley had a pretty good day. He didn't throw a pick. He wasn't super accurate with the ball at times, but he only took one sack, and he ran for 73 yards. It's more than anybody in the Packers running backs ran for. So good job by him. And yeah, just kind of an ugly game at the end. The Packers controlled most of this game after a little bit of a slow start. 
Nobody turned the ball over. 16 goddamn penalties? Or Boy, I should have watched more of this. I was watching this halfway through red zone. And this one, obviously 61 points. These teams were 8 for 11 combined in the red zone. Maybe this was the one I wanted to watch to make some sense of why everybody else had such shit luck. Uh, this, this one, just sitting here looking at this, kind of hurts my heart. So, yeah, I would have I would have loved to get the push on that minus two in the end. That's rough. Jamar Chase, one catch for one yard. Oof. We should award some oofs to some people. Packers get an oof. Jamar Chase gets an oof. Did we determine – I know they won the game. Did T.J. Watt do much anything today? Just kind of going back to uh, our defensive player of the year conversation that has gotten awful tight at the top. I know Trevon Diggs did have an interception today. T.J. Watt had 1.5 sacks. I don't need that in my life. We need uh, we need Miles Garrett to real get healthy. Drew Drew's okay. He's just in traffic. I should have put I should put a note up for people that pop in late because I've had to say it a couple times. Watt Watt did get hurt again. He uh, I don't know if he rushed back. I think he's smart enough to know his body. So Trent Jordan he did get trucked by Foreman. Oh. Yeah, one and a half sacks isn't great, though. If he leads the sacks, that's going to be a bit of a problem. Trevon Diggs was good. I don't know, maybe opinions for you guys. Thank you, Dan, for putting that up. <laughs> opinions from you guys on the game that was Saturday. Because, like I said, I didn't watch much. I caught the end. And I guess we'll see what the market says. But Mac Jones lost. They didn't win the game. <clears throat> but he ended up getting some... Not not fully garbage time stats, but kind of. Like, he pumped his stat line up a little at the end in the second half. So, I don't know. Hopefully, he's still... I mean, just the fact that Waddle is out. Jamar Chase did nothing. I don't think he... It was probably a good week for him to have an off week to lose a game. I don't think his rookie of the year chances dropped down. Because despite how rough this NFL season has been, here and there for myself and Drew, if I can win, if I can win a bunch of these goddamn season season long award props, it'll all look it'll all look so much better. If I can get uh, if I can get some of these rookie of the year ten to one, so I'm God, that'll make things that'll put some stuff in uh, put some stuff in perspective here. So, um, Cardinals minus two and a half. I don't know. I, again, I haven't looked at next week yet. I know we have look ads starting to pop up. I have the money lines up for some reason. That's not what I want to see. I mean, I can just rip through these real quick. Bill, Bill Simmons tweets in general deserve enough. And again, I love the rewatchables. It's just become, I love the ones where he's not on now because I don't have to hear Sim comparing, you know, somebody from. Oh, I've almost picked a movie that would never be on there. You know, picking somebody from Hoosiers. He brought up Brad Stevens like nine times on the Hoosiers podcast. We get it. You like the Celtics. Um, San Fran is a three-point favorite at Tenny. Actually, I shouldn't be looking at this app. I should actually look at an actual sports book. We get in trouble sometimes when we look at these screens and these games go off the board and then they're not back up and we're just sitting here quoting a horseshit line. Obviously, tonight I have some Saints at 11. They are still around 11 and a half. Not a real big move there. The Browns are three point favorites over the Raiders after kind of coming back into a bit of a stasis there. Tough luck. Tough luck for the Raiders and Eagles, really. And Seahawks, probably too. 
I had some nice CLV on the Seahawks. It's right back to the seven. Philadelphia is down to six and a half because it sounds like Washington's going to have a quarterback. Really, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Rams, and Washington are getting a big favor here from the league. If we want to be real honest, like they they're getting a bunch of players back in these games, and it it not only stinks for these other teams, but these other teams are going to have to not only do that but play on a short week too. So surprise short week plus the other team getting a bunch of players they you didn't think we're going to get back, and now a couple of them are actually getting hit with some COVID. So. Yeah, sorry Eagles, sorry Seahawks, sorry Ray. I never apologize to the Raiders. I'm I'm not going to do that. So that's just dumb. But uh, yeah, looking ahead, those lines, like I said, have kind of come back into. Hey, these teams that had the COVID injuries are going to end up getting some players back. Vikings took some money again. It is minus six and a half, forty four and a half. I lean towards that over still. Looks like Bookmaker doesn't have a whole lot up. Cardinals minus one and a half at Ben Online right now over the Colts. Uh, that's probably that's probably about fair. I haven't updated my numbers, but I have those teams on par. Like I said the Colts are very annoying to play because they're going to play great defense against the run. Wins is going to maybe he hasn't given games away. You know he did throw a pick, but. It, it wasn't enough to give that game away. They still won by 10, and Jonathan Taylor's just going to throw it down your throat because the offensive line's so good. Niners, Titans, Niners minus three on the road, and then I'm seeing a Chargers-Texans lineup on that Sunday. Texans are 10.5-point dogs at home. FanDuel has openers. Unfortunately, I can't bet there, but fortunately I can pull up, I can pull up their website and look at it. It's like a looky, no touchy for me. I'm not allowed to bet there unless I drive down to Iowa, but I can certainly take a look. Sound like a couple people were pretty, pretty uh, happy about looking at the Falcon, or excuse me, the Cardinals. I'm not sure. I'm super pumped for that. Oh, um, and again, if you're listening to the podcast, sorry that this is way late and this game already happened, but. Mr. Noops for tonight is on Taysom at sixteen to one. Marquez Callaway twenty four. Thomas, what's his middle name? Thomas, I feel like I know this. Just Thomas Brady. Um, Cameron Brate, Brady at thirty to one. Brady at thirty five. Vanette, forty five to one. And this is a, this is the thing about. I'm assuming you're talking about Wentz. They all are. I don't understand what deal with the devil he made. He's done this all year where he's thrown like three or four of them a game. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah, that's it's all coming back to me now. Thanks, Dan. He's done this all year. I don't understand how he hasn't thrown more picks. So um, the rest of the lines here up at our friends at FanDuel. Cardinals minus two. Panthers 13 and a half point dogs to the Bucks who haven't even played yet. That's probably about fair. Tampa just going to pass all day on their ass. Yeesh. That's not going to be a fun one to watch. Like I said, Chargers 10 and a half point road favorites over the Texans heading to Energy Stadium. They still call it that. The Eagles 10 point favorites over the Giants feels rough. See how healthy the quarterback is and everything. The Giants, I know, had some COVID and the quarterback situation is real bad right now, but 10 is a lot for a couple teams that aren't that great. Baltimore is a fucking dog 
to Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, tough place to play, but still, this time, I don't know. I'd love to go look at the look ahead on that early in the season or look at that preseason. I'm sure it was a flipped favorite despite, uh, I mean, at this point, Baltimore doesn't really have any cornerbacks left. See Higgins, Boyd, and Chase probably tee off on this team. I probably like that over, especially if Huntley's playing well. Uh, Lamar, we'll see. I guess maybe not get involved with that without knowing in Lamar. Falcons are favored over the Lions, I guess. Falcons uh, aren't a team I'm interested in betting anymore. The Lions are real squirrely every time. Oh, oh, we get a sequel to the shit game of the year. Jacksonville Texans gets to be followed up by Jacksonville Jets. Jets are one-and-a-half-point favorites over a team, over a real-life NFL team. I'd, if you made me bet that, I'd bet the Jets. Can't bet Jacksonville right now. Minnesota still with a game to play this week is a three-and-a-half-point road, excuse me, home dog to the Rams. No total up on that at FanDuel yet. That's an interesting one. I think they could stop the Minnesota run, but Minnesota might be able to throw a little on them, and Rams certainly could throw on them. I'd like to see if that total's right around, uh, you know, 49-50 range. You might have to take a tickle and over. And then the big one, December 26th, Boxing Day for you Canucks. Pat's Bills, oof, and yeah, Sterling Shepard, good call, Josh. He uh, took a step off the line, it looked like, and just dropped. Niners are probably live for the West. Everybody but Seattle's live for the West. Um, woof. Buffalo is one point. Essentially, it's just a pick. Patriots are minus 116, Buffalo minus 102. So it's probably... The way these games have hashed out, and we talked about this a little. Dan did the math on this a few weeks ago. If Buffalo, if Buffalo keeps winning and they get this game, there's a decent chance that there's a tie atop the AFC East still. Because the Patriots are nine and five now, and the Bills are eight and six. So if the Patriots were to lose this game to the Bills, they would be tied. And the Bills would have the split with them. But the Bills likely, if the rest of the season, if both teams just win out from there, the Bills would have the tiebreaker and the division record, and the Bills could win the AFC East. So essentially, this is for the AFC East, guys. Like you still need to beat, what is it, Miami, I think, later down the line. But, um, yeah, if the Bills can win this game, and it is a closely lined game, that'll be uh, that'll be super interesting. I'm pumped for that one. In Foxborough, they need to flex that. I can't believe they didn't flex that shit out to the night. I think the night game is Washington-Dallas or Miami-New Orleans, something weird. Uh, either way, the rest of them, Broncos-Raiders play. Those teams are all but eliminated. We'll see who shows up for that, and if it's Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. They're still, will the Raiders play Mariota at some point? So nothing I'd like to get involved with yet. Steelers, Chiefs, Chiefs 10-point favorites, another low total for the Chiefs. Hmm. I'm not sure the Chiefs deserved to win last week, and they did. Pittsburgh is just not a good team, though. They need to win games like they did today. I don't think you win a game like you did today against the Chiefs, despite how broken that offense can be at times, especially if T.J. Watt is going to be hurt. Dallas, 10-point favorites against the football team. Football team going to be off a short week. 
We'll see how the COVID stuff shakes out. We'll see how the quarterback stuff shakes out. Not only COVID, but they had some concussions they got to work through yet, too. And finally, yeah, Miami Saints. Saints haven't played yet. Dolphins coming off a win. Still live in the playoffs. We'll see where New Orleans sits after tonight. Three-point dogs there. Brian, I'm assuming you're talking about the Vikes game. So 49 and a half, some people are seeing. I might be tempted to look at that over. I'm going to see what the uh, what the situation is. Minnesota just lost. Um, lost is probably a, the wrong term. They <laughs> cut Rashad Breland, who wasn't some superstar, but he was starting. Like He was a starting cornerback, and the Vikes just cut him loose after he had a altercation at practice. So rough sledding, sign collectibles. has some updated lines on AFC North here. Ravens and Bengals. Both plus 175, and they play each other. So we got some, like, division games. Almost, they're not for the division. There's many weeks left. Not many, but a few. But Bengals playing the Ravens and the the Patriots playing the Buffalo Bills. That's fun. That's fun. I don't care. And then, yes, this is the big part, too. If If the Rams offensives, all the offensive players are back, obviously outside of Bobby Woods, and Thielen is back. I think we can. Uh, I think we have some fireworks there. That should probably be fifty-two. In fact, I'm going to go find a line for that and bet it. That's the only one. I'm going to take some Minnesota Rams over. Nothing has ever happened bad if I've if I when I've you know relied on Minnesota to get something done for me here. And it's indoors. I love that indoors with some defenses that can be beat. We saw the Rams get beat uh, by a couple teams here in the past few months. I think Minnesota oh God, Minnesota might win that goddamn game. That would put them back in the playoff hunt, give people around here hope. Nobody needs that in their life. Clint says he likes the KC Pittsburgh over. I guess I can see it. I bet that gets bet up. I think they can only make these KC these KC totals so low before they start getting bet up. So yeah, I'm gonna go hunt down a Minnesota over 49 and a half. Caesars Wheel Hill. I bet Bookmaker has something. I bet Bet Online or Bavada's even back. So there's got to be somewhere for me to bet here. I've got nothing this evening outside of Saints plus 11. So let's go. Mormon Mahomes. People want to call somebody else that, but I think it should be reserved for Taysom Hill. He's my guy. Ravens Bengals total looks a little low. I think you probably have a case there too. I feel like. I might just be on the Bengals there. If these, if this secondary is going to be this shot, I'm not sure what Green Bay's plan was today, but it was, that wasn't it. Like you should be just targeting these replacement-level corners all the time. And truthfully, since he has better receivers than Green Bay, Devontae Adams is top five, but I think depth-wise, I'd take the depth even with a rookie over what Green Bay has. So I probably agree with you there, Mer- there Mr. Uh, Lackman. And then Lipscomb. Sammy Boy says he's taking Washington plus six point plus six point five. Yeah, we'll see what that defense does. I I don't know. I'm out on Washington for the year. I'd like them just to lose all their games. I know you're from there. I know you're a fan, but I definitely would like to see that regular season win total finally come under. Other than that, I'm going to go prep for watching this game, hanging out. Drew will be back at halftime. I'm going to go trim this beard. It's tickling my nose right now. Drive me up a wall. And uh, 
yeah, just the Vikes over for me. We'll hit some more in overtime. Appreciate it if you come back. I'd appreciate it more if you hit the thumbs up in here. Sorry, Drew's missing in action, but Christ. It's a long season. He was due for one. So hit the music if you could, Mr. Dan. <laughs> 